Hey, folks, welcome back. Dave DeBow here. And today I've got a brother team of real estate entrepreneurs zooming in from beautiful Cambridge, yes. not Cambridge, England, Cambridge, Cambridge, Ontario, Canada. We've got Ishan and Sid Kobarde, Kobare, sorry. Yes. And these guys are multifamily investors. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Great to meet you. Thank you so much, Dave. Uh, it's an honor to be on your show. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Yeah. My pleasure. So guys, let's just dive right in. Tell us the Ishan and Sid story. How did you guys get started with real estate investing? What piqued your interest? And then I'm very curious because you're working on this as siblings. And you guys, I'll, I'll be frank with you. I've interviewed like 600 people so far on my podcast. I think you are the first brothers working together that I've interviewed. So I'm very curious about how all of that got started. Yes, I think like um, like we were like back in India, we, we like we moved here from India. So back in India, um, we were born as millionaires and then multi-millionaires, multi-millionaires and like highs and lows of life. Uh, we apparently had lost it all. Correct. And uh, we were slowly trying to you know, build our wealth. So, so, so sorry, you say you guys were born to a wealthy family? Yes. Yes. You're born as, and then your your family lost it all and you're yes. right. Correct. Oh my God. Yeah. That is a, that's a shock to the system when you grow up as rich kids. Yeah. Absolutely. It's it's like a completely different paradigm. Like what's life now? You're just asking. <laughs> now, now did, now did the bust happen in India or after you came to Canada? When, when did it happen? That was back home when we were kids, like 10 years old or six years, seven, eight, nine, ten years wow. old. Wow. Okay. When we lost it all. And then holy smokes. Yeah, yeah. From that point onwards, we educated ourselves and we realized that if you want to do something big, you need to be in Canada and like abroad. So okay. we moved here, did our education, Correct. Uh, got like good uh IT high salary jobs, and life was good. And yeah. then suddenly it hit us that um you need to do more than just your normal life, like nine to five. Yeah. to be able to get freedom and success. So Correct. that's that's when we started uh, looking into real estate and all that stuff. So Very good. So what year would that have been, you guys? When That was in 2019, flying back from a Euro trip from two weeks. On the way back from Barcelona to Toronto, the flight was eight hours. And I didn't shut up for a second also. And I was constantly bombarding to him. This is the life. Like we need to create something like this. We can't just. We, we, we want to be doing Barcelona more often. Right. That's- <laughs> <laughs> and that's how that's how that that was. That was just like uh, the curiosity of the child got yeah. from that on time onwards. And there was no looking back from there. Yeah. Oh, that is that is wonderful. I, that is an interesting story, you guys. So so it sounds like a dumb question here, but are you guys twins as well or or are you just fraternal brothers how, do, how are you we are not twins we just no not twins all right you no, never I'm know right? good looking one come on Dave. <laughs> well yeah you could be fraternal twins not identical <laughs> twins right that's that's yeah. what I'm, I'm asking okay so it sounds like you guys have been your brothers obviously but you've been very tight you're you're adults oh, yes. now but you're in business together so why did you decide to to jump into real estate together so uh when the initial backstory, which we were trying to tell you, like we were born rich, we saw the lows, now we're on the way to rich, whatever yeah. is wealthy and all that fun jazz. The fun part which we understood was everything is just going to be like a tired high and low. But yeah. the one thing which is going to be constant is family. Mm-hmm. So we believe in 
growing together. One plus one is not two, one plus one is 11. <laughs> so with that idea, with the notion of that idea, we understood that we need to empower together each other. We yeah. need to take care of each other's weaknesses and strengthen from that side. And collectively, we can grow fast and go from there. So that's us brothers, yeah, right? Starting into real estate. Together. Well, the, the other thing is, right, there's just that lifelong intimate knowledge of each other like you right. know who you're working with yes you yes. know you yes. can trust each other come hell mm -hmm. or high water mm -hmm. right your blood so there's there's pros and there's cons to that but i think definitely in your case the pros far outweigh the cons yes all right and it's really interesting you guys okay cool so 2019 you went on vacation you said hey this this we like this rich lifestyle we want more of it. Yeah. Punching the clock at jobs ain't going to cut it. Yes. We're going to have to get into real estate investing. Well, there's a big jump from thinking about it to doing it. Absolutely. So what were your first steps into learning about real estate investing? So I think like the, the when we had the first thought of real estate investing, they're like going to every meetup, every seminar, educating ourselves, getting to know people in the network, which yeah. areas they are investing, which strategies they are using and get a good sense of, who, who are the people you want to work with? And slowly, that's how we started. We educated ourselves. We had like a good mentorship from the start. Yeah. And we educated ourselves for a good like six-month period. And yeah. then we just started buying real totally. estate. Yeah. So what was the first purchase, you guys? You started in 2019. Yeah. Did you buy your first property in 2019? Or was it COVID time when you got going? Exactly at the peak of COVID, March uh, and April, we just like started buying. It's, it's funny you say that every time that we bought our first property in 2020, March. But before that, in Jan or Feb, we locked the property to be closed next year. Mm -hmm. We keep okay. forgetting that. So, so that was the first property. So we studied at the University of Windsor. And there was this uh, landlord of ours who had like 10, 15 properties in that neighborhood, right? So, I so student, student rental type properties or what were yes, they? Yes, yeah. student okay. rental type properties. So now after fast forward seven years, I've got a job. I go back to Windsor, uh, nice shoes and nice clothes and a car. And like, I want to buy a property. So he's like, all right, let's talk. Fun. All right. So we then tried to understand how much price we could pay for his property if it made sense. And then that's how we purchased the first property, but he was not um, willing to sell it that time. So he was giving us the okay. next so that's why we got the first property there. And then we started buying our singles, duplexes. We started doing um, luxury student rental. Right. Then we opted into Airbnb, yes. um, house hacking. We also understood how private lending works while doing all of this. And then it hit us that we are supposed to do multifamily because that is the right Correct. Uh, way to scale a portfolio. And yes. that's because your salary is only going to cut it to as much. Yeah. Right. And so. Yeah, you can't really scale a portfolio doing like smaller singles and duplexes. So that's well, it just takes a hell of a lot longer. That's for <laughs> yes, sure. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, hey, um, interesting, you guys. So you got a lot of experience very, very quickly. Were you guys both still working your IT jobs full time yes. and doing this on the side? And yes. yeah, that's we what you're doing. Yeah, lots of sacrifice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <of> I, <laughs> I would imagine. So that's a lot of properties to buy in a short period of time. Were you self-financing at the beginning and then you started bringing on joint venture partners or, or private investors or, or how did that work with the smaller deals? The smaller deals, first we bought it ourselves. 
ran out of money. Then we started looking for, uh, instead of going to your general A bank and all that, going through private lending option and then jumping to a conventional mortgage. That was one route. And then the other properties. partnership was another route. Another route. Then was joint venture partnership. So we, we jumped through multiple faucets, whichever was required to during. Now, the- now you've gotten into multifamily properties, but you still hold on to those little different kinds of deals. So the luxury yeah. student rentals and the Airbnbs, do you still have those in your portfolio? Uh, we, we got rid of a few of them. Yeah. Right. Not, like anything that takes a lot of our time, we got rid of. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. We're just trying to move into yes. multiple units, multiple rents. It, it, more it was, it's actually a very good question. It's, it's, is this, this is this guy, some author named Malcolm. He says that what got you here will never get you there. Because uh-huh. it's like a constant evolution, right? right? So there was this student rental, which was giving me $1,000 minimum cash flow every month after everything. Just mm-hmm. letting go of that was just like, oh my God. But then if I want to get into this apartment building, my time, mental capacity, the money, everything, just like small, small things come together. The $1,000 is not worth the quicker we could understand that, even though we were looking for cash in the initial stage of the journey, the faster you tend to go because what got you here won't get you there. Yeah, fair enough. So now that you're getting into multifamily, what kind of deals have you done to date? What kind of multifamily portfolio have you built up? So our, our last project was, uh, so we, we bought a fiveplex. And yeah. we converted it into an eight plex. So it's nice. like a proper gut job. It will be spent like close to a million dollars on that project. We yeah. bought something for 800 and we took it to an ARV of $3 million. So that that was a really good project to get in-depth knowledge about multifamily in terms of um, the backbones, the renovation side, how you manage and everything. And yeah. recently we have a 17 unit under contract, which we are working on. Um, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, nice, smart. So that uh, I'm liking that idea because sometimes when people say multifamily, they're talking about really, really big properties, which on the surface sound great, but at the end of the day, by the time you syndicate those deals, bring on all the LPs, divvy mm-hmm. things up with a whole bunch of general partners, the actual piece of the pie becomes mm-hmm. very, very small. But you guys turning a five flex into an eight flex, brilliant. And there you created a, a million bucks in forced appreciation right off the get-go fairly quickly, it sounds like. Now you're getting into another, you know, smaller multifamily type property. Well, not, not small, but 17 units, right? Yes, yes. But those size of properties, you can be working with joint venture partners, having a smaller investor group. And at the end of the day, keeping a, a bigger chunk of the deal for yourselves instead of having to do a 80 20 70 30 type split with investor partners is am i on the right track there yes and and the, the market that we're in is really attractive in terms of long term like buy and hold as well right so yeah. people are very excited about the kitchener cambridge waterloo area and anything that is happening in and around the area always helps you know. Very cool. So what, what are you guys' plans moving ahead over the next, let's say, year and a half, two years? What kind of deals you want to be doing when you are buying these multifamily type properties? Are you looking for properties that you can fix up like like the five plex and 
and massively increase the value. Uh, I'm asking a lot of questions here, but everything's coming to mm -hmm. mind at the same time. Also, is there anything different about your rental units? Are you, are you making them like, uh, I heard where he's talking about luxury student rentals, or are you kind of mm -hmm. shooting for those markets? What, what, is it, what does it look like for you? Yeah, so um, the, 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 the recent project that we worked on, we are also doing high-end finishes because our market can support that after repair value, right? Yeah. So we are doing luxury models and we're doing a blend of uh, long-term rentals, which we normally see in multifamily with short-term rentals. So we are putting a hint of Airbnb in some of the units that in the markets that it has the demand. Yeah, yeah, that has the demand and I guess the ability to do that. Nice thing is you own the properties, so uh, you can approve short-term rentals in your property, right? So you, you don't have to go through the approval process. So then while we are walking through properties, we are like, okay, this, because there are a set, set amount of criteria that should work to be able to run a successful STR in a multifamily building. So while we are, we're walking right. these buildings, this is always... You're, you're cherry picking which units would make the most sense for, yeah. for short term rentals. Are you so you're doing long term just traditional rentals? Have you guys looked into uh, medium term furnished rentals as well? Have you have you explored that that market that ideas as well? We yeah, haven't really yes. explored that market, but we we want to look more into that because yeah. like even our Airbnbs right now cater to a lot of people coming to this area for a one month or a, or a three month internship right. and all that's that's kind of stuff so we are kind of doing midterm as well it right. just yeah no very very cool you guys I, I like that so the idea is to find more of these kind of properties the yes. the not huge multifamilies where you're competing against the reits and all the big guys yes. but these yes. little smaller type properties it, it, uh, I, I wouldn't say like smaller type properties. I would say I am looking for 10 plus units, walk up multifamily buildings, like all the way up to correct. Yeah. 50, 60 units. But it's like, mm -hmm. while I'm walking these properties, I'm also like, Oh, these few units on this side have a separate entrance. Yes. Oh, so that means I can kind of separate the long-term, you know, like tenants mm -hmm. and this tenants. So it kind of helps. Like I always have that thought in mind. And then it's yeah. more like what what pair of lens are you wearing when you're looking at the properties based on the right. experience, Dave, you have, right? Like you're looking from a different perspective compared to a new person who's just looking at a few properties that are like, okay, these are the numbers. It's more than numbers. How much is the lot size? Can we develop something more? Mm -hmm. Is there some prospective thoughts behind that as well, yeah. right? Like potential so, of adding units or adding like converting bigger one beds into two beds. All these yeah. sorts of stuff like uh, brain yeah. value. Yeah, and, and and along with that, the operating expense, which he forgot to highlight on the previous aspect of a five to eight conversion, we have brought the operating expense of the building to less than 20%, which is very energy efficient and environmental friendly as well. So with mm -hmm. that in mind, the banks are more keen to give the loans because it's less liability on yeah. the landlord. Because we are subwittering like all the all the utilities Correct. and like whoever owns, like rents the unit pays for the utilities. So there's so much less liability on our side. Right. Smart, smart. Very good. You guys now as, as far as your real estate investing journey, what are your, are, are you guys still working at the it jobs or are you doing the real estate full time? I'm just too good at it. That's the problem. The <laughs> golden handcuffs. So oh, yeah, it's tough, right? I it mean, it's so tough. Like the contract job, they pay ridiculous. Like it's so it just 
it's just like I'm, I'm i'm making my way one step at a time one person is going with an engine like full speed the other person is support that's how the dynamics works right for us especially yeah yeah right so, so i i recently parted ways with my job so i'm like trying to make sure that anything business needs we are doing i got it so said you're you're kind of the full-time yes. boots on the ground guy ishan you're you're still working the job but you know what that that helps with qualifying for stuff and financing and and all that kind of good stuff as well right so yes it's you're making it work well hey congratulations you guys that is a wonderful story are are your folks are your parents in canada now are they still back in india how does that work parents are back home uh, mom uh visits uh parents visit like once in a while whenever yeah. they feel good and other than covid and all that just during the summers yeah and, and yeah that's uh that's that's the dynamics actually our our mom is actually visiting right now from india nice. so we're taking her to all the real estate seminars <laughs> all the walkthroughs actually <laughs> last building we put on the contract me and mama just went for a walk through. they're like oh this is nice this makes sense on number put it on the contract so like we're taking her wherever we are going and like giving her a life like like giving her a peek into how normal life that's is wonderful that, that's a really good thing to be doing i, I guess i was just i was going to ask you guys you know your your family went through such a traumatic experience when you guys were kids going from up here to losing yeah. it all and then having you guys move across the world completely different continent completely different country completely different culture everything mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I guess what I'm asking is I would hope that your mom and dad are very proud of what you guys are doing. Absolutely. They, they are proud. And, 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 yeah. and, and you'll feel, you know, like we also feel proud about ourselves Yeah, when we have our mom walking with us and she's seeing all the limelight and all the work and the way her eyes twinkle is when you feel like, Oh, you've made it. Until then, we are just running like cats and dogs, hunting the next deal, doing yeah. business, sometimes forgetting your brothers and all that fun jazz. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, we're just grateful we can give them, we can show them yeah. and go from there. Yeah. No, I th- I think that is wonderful. I think the 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 Barcelona inspiration is good, but this inspiration is much more real. Like that, that's that's what keeps you going when the times get tough. Well, this has been awesome, you guys. Congratulations on what you've accomplished in a really short period of time. You've taken massive, massive action. So hats off to you for that. If our listeners would like to connect with you, what's the number one best way they can do that? So the listeners, uh, you can connect with us uh, on Instagram. My handle is ishan.cobre. Ishan, that's my first name, I-S-H-A-N, Kobare, K-H-O-B-A-R-E or kobare.capital and that's our business handle and then sid's insta my, handle, my insta, insta handle is kid you not underscore sid that is k-i-d-y-o-u-n-o-t underscore sid that is s-i-d perfect perfect and and one 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 quick thing i would like to uh, sure. send it through to the listeners that uh, no matter you i would have a deal or you would have a deal or someone has the money and whatever it's always nice to connect. You don't know which connection, which conversation will lead to fruitful aspects now, a week later, a month later, a year later. If you are interested in what we are doing, I would love to connect with you and let's vibe and go from there. Thanks. That sounds wonderful. Gentlemen, very nice to meet you. Thank you very much for being on the show.
Thank you, Dave, for having us. We really appreciate this. The pleasure is all ours. Thank you so much. All right, everybody, take care, and we'll talk to you on the next episode.